Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. There's an old saying in the car business. Welcome back, everybody. It's 132 in Edmonton. Cars cost less than Wetaskiwin. Outstanding customer service. A key to business as well. Brentridge Ford and Wetaskiwin is a nine-time President's Diamond Award winner for customer satisfaction. And the year event... The year-end event has been extended. It's taking place down at Brent Ridge. Great people, great service, fully open and transparent. Let Uncle Milt, Rich, Johnny and the gang at Brent Ridge lend a hand. one 877 or visit BrentRidge.com. Just before we go to George LaRock, uh, we will tell you we're going to do a look at our North Division report, which is brought to you three times a week by Craig Hummel at REMAX Excellence, Mining Your Dream, listing your old home. It all starts at soldtodayedmonton.ca. List it, sell it, and move on. All right. We're going to get George to comment on the following text. We just had Brian Burke on. I asked Brian to comment on Jeff Jackson's uh, tweet today about protecting star players. Brian thinks the league does a good job. Jeff Jackson, who represents Connor McDavid and Austin Matthews, uh, is suggesting that the league needs to be more like the NFL or basketball. And this text comes in uh, from Ken. He says, Bob, I like and respect Brian Burke. Great guest. But if he thinks the NHL protects their star players, we're just not watching uh, different games, but also a different league. That one comes to us from Ken. Well, we'll talk to a guy who played in the league and who's part of his job was to protect the stars, and he did because, frankly, nobody really wanted to screw with his teams when he was playing for them. Uh, the former heavyweight champion of the National Hockey League, we welcome back to the show, Montreal-based sporting personality, George LaRock. Hi, George. How you doing? Very good, Bob. How's everything? Good. Uh, we'll get you a little bit later on to comment on Canadians and uh, Leafs last night in the Oilers game, but does the league do a good enough job, in your opinion, to pro- you're a huge Russell Wilson fan of the Seahawks. The NFL protects their quarterbacks. In the NBA, you know, uh, the best players are allowed to travel a bit more. Maybe they get away with the occasional foul more. Does the NHL do a good enough job, George, protecting their star players? Well, I think so, too, because look, look at all the game is now. First of all, hockey is not like a quarterback. Quarterback is not the same thing. There's one quarterback per team, and that position is so vital, and at the same time, they're so exposed. But playing in the NHL, you look at the game the way it is right now, it's more excess on speed, and there's less physicality. So, I like I don't I wouldn't say the fact that the NHL has protect more stars. The NHL has made the game safer for everyone because 
you know, you look at the NHL team, there's lots of stars in every team. But you look at the way the game is played now. It's not as physical as it used to be, and they're way more severe on cheap shots. So I wouldn't say, like, the, the way games, it's even Connor, like, the way Connor plays, you know, he, he, he has so much speed and everything, and you can't hold him anymore, and, and, and it's so hard to check him because he's so fast and he's so fluent out there and stuff that, I, I, I can't say that the NHL is not doing a good job with that because the roles in general took some physicality out so the game is safer, for not just for the stars, but for everyone. How many times do you think that Darian Hatcher and Craig Ludwig and Richard Mavtichuk would have tried to, you know, get their shots in on uh, a Connor McDavid, a player like that, back uh, when you were coming through the league? You guys played Dallas all those years in the playoffs. You tried to get Hatcher to go all the time, but the way the game was managed back then, George, those guys did get away with that. St- I mean, they used to work over Dougie Waite, didn't they? Well, you remember Brian Marchman? Remember Brian Marchman when he need, need Dougie Waite and then he yes. has to answer the bell with you the game after? Yes. Guys, they played they, like they play on a thin line, but they answer the bell like when they had no choice. And Brian Marchman answered the bell with me. So as Rob Ray answered the bell with me. Back then, it was different. We policed ourselves, and, and it was totally different than the game is today. And now today, the game is not so much based on intimidation as it was for the longest time for years in the NHL. That's why, you know, to hear people talking about protecting stars and stuff, where do you have to protecting the stars from? Have you seen the lineups now? There's no more tough guys in teams. There's no more intimidation like guys that they're going to run team out of the building to win games. It's all acts on speed now, so it's totally different. And it's, for the stars that are playing today, Man, there's many of them that couldn't play in the day of Doggy Waite and Jeremy Roenick and, and those stars that, that could play through physicality because the game is not the same as it was back then. And it's okay. It's fine. There's a little evolution. Now we see a game that is faster, that is exciting and spectacular without the red line and everything. So, no, it's, a, it's an awesome product to watch now, just like it was also back then, too. Hey, I mean, I even recall, I, I know I've talked about this with you before, George, uh, in, in like the mid-2000s, Lupul got cross-checked from behind in the boards by Winchester in practice on a two-on-two compete and he turned around and two-handed Winchester right across the wrist, like his own teammate in practice. And and even now, you see a, a two-on-two compete, it doesn't have, you don't see that level of aggression. I mean, that was from Lupul. He had like five career fights in his NHL career. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's, there, because we are so protective, so it's an interesting discussion, Nonetheless, I think you agree. What's the word? Like, what's the word? Was it Jelena that you got into it worse in practice with? Who was the one guy that you really got nasty and ugly with in practice? Um, well, it never really happened because I wasn't really the guy that, you know, the way that I was, I was never a guy that was nasty getting mad at guys in practice. Even when I would play with tough guys and everything, I was never like that. The only time that I ever did something, something crazy, is when I, uh, I concussed Dominic Pittis. It was during the, there was practice, uh, we were practicing for the Olympic breaks. I was playing in Edmonton, and yeah. we had tons of practice. And while we were practicing, I remember I was playing D because, you know, half our, our team was like on, on the Olympic breaks and stuff. And when I was playing D, Dominic Pittis came, and when I was trying to clear the puck, like, uh, he came and he slashed me in the wrist. So when he did that, you know, he really hurt, and I was pretty upset. So 
I was still playing D. And then the second time he came again to slash me again, and I cross-checked him in the face. I gave him a concussion. And, uh, and after he got a concussion, I went to him in the dress room, and I told him he should give me a cut of his salary because it's because of me staying in Edmonton because he's getting played NHL salary until he gets sent back down. Because he was, he was, being, he was being called up because of injury. Oh, no, but that was stupid, but I was mad. But that was the only <laughs> time something ever happened. I'm honest with you. I told you the story, what happened. Yeah, that is, that's awesome, man. George, did Wayne Simmons change the momentum in the hockey game last night against the Canadians? Well, there's two things, two things that change momentum. Of course, all the players in Toronto are saying that he did with the fight and they're giving him credit. And, uh, you know, he looked at the bench and he's like, come on, guys, they were down 3-1. But at the same time, I think the turning point was Weber when he shut the puck in the stand at three seconds, you know, into the first penalty. And there's a five on three against firepower like the Maple Leafs. That brought the Leafs back in the game. Weber doesn't get that penalty. And I don't know if the Leafs wakes up and win the game. So, yeah. Yeah, like, of course, Simon tried to do something, but I think more of the financially was more the turnaround in that game. That was a really entertaining game. What did you think of Edmonton and Vancouver last night, George? Bob, I'm telling you, man, the Cliff Bob thing, the fact that he's hurt, it, it really hurts her D-man corpse. But what hurts even more? If you hurt the D-man, you're missing D-man, you, even, you need a better goalie, right? And you remember we had the discussion, Bob, before the season starts. You talked to me about the savings percentage of Kostinen of 9.15 last year that we didn't do so good in the playoff, but in regular season, we were yep. optimistic. Yep. In, in the first game of the season, to get a performance like that at home from your goalie is not a good sign for things to come. There's actually a lot of teams that are hurt for goalies. Pittsburgh lost because of goalie goaltending also. Jerry versus Carter Hart. Goalies now is so important. You know, and it's all more than ever. And the Oilers are going to have to address that fast. The Penguins are going to have to address that fast. Because 56 game men in a schedule, it's fast. And if you wait too long, you could be surprised. So it's so important the Oilers find a way to do so because I'm going to say it again. I hope the Oilers make the playoff. I hope they win the cup. But I don't think that with Kuskinen and Smith they could do it. Yeah, well, George, last night there's no question. Braden Holtby uh, outdueled Miko Koskinen, but the Oilers gave up some point blank looks as well. What do you like? Vancouver had yeah, but, an. Ex- yeah, but, 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 but remember, Vancouver is fast and they, they have a good small team. They, they're really good. But what we have to understand is that when the goalie let in a, a muffin in net, it changed the energy. Guys on the team, when this happens, they don't react the same. They, they demoralize, and it's tough. When you were so hard to try to get a goal to like tie up the score, and then you get a bad goal again, it drains the team. It drains the energy. So, yeah, you can talk about some guys didn't come out enough. This didn't happen. That didn't happen. But you know what? If a goalie doesn't keep you in the game, you don't have faith in them. It's tough to keep the energy playing the game, knowing that the next muffin is going to go in. And that's the thing. And we can't even bring, uh, we can't even blame Kostinen for that because we knew what he could do already in the playoff. So it's not like this year he surprised us for the first game. He's the same goalie as he was in the playoff, a muffin goalie. And that's why it's tough because, man, you look at this situation, and now you're going to be playing Montreal in the weekend with what? What are you going to put on? Smith? Are you kidding me? Smith against Montreal, at Bell, like in Bell Center? Forget it. So that's why this is the position that we have to address 
as soon as possible to make sure that we don't lose precious points to be able to get in the big dance. Well, George, based upon how the fans responded when Edmonton brought back Mike Smith, uh, I would suggest that uh, about 90% of the Oilers fans are, are seeing it from your perspective. I would say it was one game for Koskinen. I will admit, George, it's a 4-3 game. Uh, Zach Cassian doesn't knock a puck down on the neutralized area. They get a long stretch, and Besser comes in, and he rips one short side on Koskinen, and that is a demoralizing goal. I would I would tend to agree with you. That's tough to get. Yeah. You know, that makes it a 5-3 game. Zach Cassian and Ryan Nugent Hopkins playing with Connor. Connor is flying right now. Uh, Nugent tends to work his way into the season. How Look, you played for the fans. You had a great rapport with the fans. You know, Zach wants to play a high-energy game. How is he a guy that could be affected by not having fans of the games, George? Well, the thing is, the, the way that he plays and the way that he is and stuff, and, he, and, and he's a, actually a really good player. Of course, his game when he brings and stuff is that you bring energy to a building because the fans respond to physicality. But even if there's no physicality, the fact that Cassian is there and he's a good player, he creates room for Connor and, and Ryan. And that's why it's so good that when he's playing on there and stuff, like, guys won't take liberties on those guys, and it creates, it creates room because, you know, you get a good, talented guy that creates havoc, and then Connor could just be flying. So, you know, he'll bring something else to that line and to that lineup, even if he can bring the emotion from the fan that will be screaming because of what he's doing. So, no, I don't think that it would be hurt by it. Guys that would be strictly heavyweight could be hurt by that, Bob, because, the, you know, you know when, when you fight and you need the adrenaline, the noise at home and everything, you know, sometimes it helps you out. And if you fight and you hear a fly, you know, it's not the same thing. But for Cassian, it brings much more than just the fighting side. So I think that even with no fan, it could be effective uh, to the lineup. All right. Uh, Kyler Yamamoto. You watch a guy in Montreal. Now, he's a little bit thicker than Yamamoto. He's a, he's scored 30 goals in his career. You know I love Brendan Gallagher. But Yamamoto is tenacious on the puck. He was probably the best Oilers forward last night. What did you think of him? You know what? Last year, he had a good year, like the way that he played, and we were all wondering if he's going to be able to carry it up to next year, and he did. He's unbelievable, that, that, that kid. Like, it's crazy because, you know, you don't hear so much about him. People don't talk about it so much because he's not a flashy guy, but, man, he could play the game, and he's awesome to watch. And I did watch the game, even though it was so late at night and stuff. I watched pretty much every Oilers game, and, and I love the fact that he, he was a gamer. And, and to me, it was a bit disappointing to see that, you know, he was more intense than many veterans that should be uh, leading, t- taking charge. You know, it doesn't make sense that he was the best forward out there last night. And hopefully the guys know that they're going to have to work twice as hard to be able to win games and, 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 you know, make things uh, defensively much harder because, because of everything. But, uh, you know, it's, we're not going to quit because of something that happened. But uh, I hope that... Uh, I hope that people will take an example of that and going to keep going. All right, and I'm going to get you circle back to the Montreal Canadiens. George LaRock, Edmonton Sporting Icon. You know I love Josh Anderson. Scott Housen drafted him as GM in Columbus. Donnie Boyd was the head uh, amateur scout at that time, based in London, where Josh Anderson played. The Canadians made the deal. Domi for Anderson. He looked pretty good last night, didn't he, George? Man, Anderson, for a guy that barely played last year, only had one goal last year, uh, in one game, it's like two goals, going to the net. Montreal hasn't had a forward like that since Eric Cole. A big guy that could go to the net with his speed 
that could just cut through and you can't catch him up and score like this for his confidence is awesome. The physicality that he brings, but not just that, how much room he's opening up for uh, Suzuki and, uh, and Duane was amazing. And, you know, it, it, and, and things are good. But, but, Bob, there's one thing I have to say, though, about the Montreal Canadiens. Um, there's big rumors right now that um, Dubois uh, is going to be a Montreal Canadiens right now. There's big rumors of, uh, of that because Dubois wants out of Columbus because he can't play for Toronto anymore. He can't stand him anymore. And there's big talk that the package could be Suzuki. I hope it's not true. I hope they're not going to give up Suzuki for Dubois. But I know that Dubois, uh, don't be surprised if he moves within the next week or so. But, uh, yeah, uh, the, the discussion is really intense with the Montreal Canadiens. And I can't wait to see what's going to happen. But, you know, I was hoping that if they move a center, which obviously that's what Columbus is going to want in return, is going to be Katkenyemi. But we're hearing rumors that it could be, uh, it could be uh, Suzuki. Well, it's a game changer for Montreal if they get Dubois. And I know a lot of people like Suzuki's upside, but Dubois is a legit top six guy. Like, Suzuki's still got to prove it yet. And uh, I, but they got to make the money work too, George. That's the other thing that's got to happen there, my man. So they might have to move another contract back to Columbus in order to facilitate that trade. Oh, of course, of course, they would have to do that and stuff. But uh, you know, it's everywhere actually. If you look at that, Nicky, oh, I saw it. Just tweeted about it. He just tweeted about it, and I talked about it three hours ago because I got a source really close to Dubois that was telling me that he he wants to be done in Columbus, and that Montreal is very close to that. So. I wanted to keep you up to date to that because it's actually very true. And, man, if Montreal could keep Suzuki and you have Dubois first and Suzuki second and Dano third, man. You're, then you have, you're, you're, then you have strength down the middle. Oh, yeah. And, and they have the wingers too, right? You know, the others have the strength in the middle, but some of the wingers are questionable. And, you know, defenseman court, you need one since you lost you lost club bomb and the goalie, then we don't have to talk about it. Yeah, we hear you, George. Hey, George, thanks for doing the show. We'll hook up next week. Anytime better. That is George LaRock with our North Division Report, brought to you three times a week by Craig Hummel at REMAX Excellence, finding your dream home, listing your old home. It all starts and sold today, Edmonton.ca. List it, sell it, move on. And do you want to mention Royal Pizza, pizza past and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for over 50 years. Um, Royal Pizza offering curbside pickup and takeout options for a menu and a list of their 13 Edmonton and area locations. Go online at royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. The Stoffer recommendation is the Mediterranean chicken. When we come back, we'll get to this day in Oilers history. It's 150 in Edmonton. All right, well, it is currently 151 in Edmonton. We're going to circle back to the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Excited Don here says, I can't believe everybody thinks McDavid. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. 
Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. It all right last night. He didn't look fast at all at times. Uh, and seems to be almost... Uh in the other player's way as well. RNH had one of the worst games I've seen him play. He did not seem to know where McDavid was going. I know it's only the first game, but Vancouver was much more ready to play, which to me is inexcusable. Excited Don goes on to say, I don't agree with Brian Burke at all on the penalty situation. A penalty is a penalty, and it should be called consistently no matter who the player is. If Perry was called for being in the crease against Talbot, that series would have ended differently. And I don't know anybody who can blame our goaltending last night. Miko Koskinen was left out to dry more times uh, than I'd seen in the, the five previous games before. Well, the orders were not good enough. Uh, that I, I think it's, uh, uh, you know, I, I, I think we all saw the game, didn't think he was good enough. This text comes in saying, I didn't think Koss did that bad. Uh, the guys left, uh, the players left guys wide open to walk in and shoot. Can't blame the goaltender in last night's loss. We are going to go to uh, this day in Oilers history and back at the 630 Jed Studios is Cody Jansen. Go for it. On this day back in 1981, the Oilers scored six goals in the third period to down the Leafs 7-4. Wayne Gretzky, Stan Weir each scored twice as the Oilers moved to 13-22-7 on the year. And that would be the year that uh, Gretzky would take off in the second half of the season. He had some big games against the Leafs his rookie year well, technically, they didn't call him a rookie in 1979. He had a six-point performance in Toronto. You can watch it on YouTube. Uh, and that was a game in which Don Ashby got a hat-trick and was second star. Uh, Don ended up uh, passing away in a car accident a couple summers later. Uh, again, uh, keep texting us at any time at 780-496-0063. We will tell you that uh, the pregame show tonight starts at 530 and the puck drop is at 7 o'clock. It will be Cam Moon's debut as Oilers play-by-play voice. Jack Michaels and uh, Louis DeBrusque will have the call on NHL Hockey and Rogers. Uh, I will join Jason Strudwick during the second intermission of tonight's game on uh, Sportsnet's panel as well. Tomorrow, obviously a recap of uh, the Oilers game tonight. Just waiting to see if there will be any changes to the Oilers lineup. Have a feeling there might be one. Elliot Friedman from NHL Hockey and Rogers will join us on tomorrow's show for the River Cree uh, Resort and Casino and the rest of the show remains fluid. Do want to mention coming up next a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell followed by 6.30 Chet Afternoons with Jayla and I. I'll rejoin you with Reed Wilkins on the Faceoff show at 5.30. So long everybody from Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.